hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Follow the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 142.4. Joining me here in the luxurious suites at the Marriott Hotel, thanks to Netgear. Literally, thanks to Netgear, because Netgear Netgear have provided us with the suite. Um, The Two Blokes Talking Tech, Stephen Fennick, good afternoon. Hello, Trevor. It's been another busy day here at CES, but uh, we've we've kept all our appointments, including the one to each other, to record Two Blokes Talking Tech, and... uh, a lot of cool things yet again that we've seen today. And two blokes talking tech, as I say. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. All right, well, yesterday I went to the TCL booth. You had a look today. Pretty impressive stuff. TCL, uh, not a brand highly familiar for uh, the average people, but they're doing a, a big push into Australia. They're, they're, they're what we would have to call a second-tier t- player, but, uh, you know, actual manufacturer of TVs, big brand in, in China. Um, yes. Really impressive stuff, I thought, mate. Absolutely, yeah. It was it was good to have a look around the stand today and see their. Well, you can just see the roadmap, and the roadmap is like all the other companies: ultra HD, thin TVs, curved TVs, OLED TVs. So in that range, in that way, they're keeping pace with the big players. And it one, confirmed what we said yesterday. Sony's the only one that doesn't have the curve. Absolutely, yeah. Sony, um, they they have the they've con- considered. Uh, to stay the course, as mm. I said yesterday, stay the straight TV. But no, TCL. What I liked is the fact that they're they're really going they're really going hard after market share. They're they're, they're offering a lot of value. That, that that's the real thing you got to note with TCL. They might be cheaper, but certainly the quality is 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 surprisingly good. Yeah. Now, a lot of people think it's Chinese, it's cheap and nasty, but no, TCL's proven that is not the case. And you're you're a bloke that's reviewed. Countless TVs over the years, so you're you're talking actual picture quality, and it is it is good. I look at them because I'm just an idiot. I look at them and go, mate, I, they look good. They're good looking TVs designed. And interestingly, talking to TCL, that is a factor. You know, people uh, are buying televisions because they physically look good, right? So if you've got a big black bevel around the outside of the TV, people aren't appealed to that. No, they want right. something that looks good. Design is one of the pillars, I think, that, that customers look at. And TCL, by their own admission, they said that we've, they've, they've finally got it right. And there were some really nice, very thin frame, almost yeah. non-existent frame TVs there. They had the massive 110-inch. Did you see that? Which will come inch? to Australia. That's, That's what come I was to Australia, and it's going to be sub $20,000. Like the, the similar Samsung TV, which is smaller, it's like 94 inches or whatever it is, is like $40,000. That's the white glove service, $40,000. Yeah. Yeah. So like it just so at all points of the market, T-Cell are going to offer something that, you know, if you just want a full HD TV, you know, you might want to pay 1000 bucks. you're going to get a 55-inch TV. Hmm. Or you want to go UHD, you can do it in an affordable way. They've still got all the upscaling and all those features. Oh, we've already reviewed the 4K TV hmm. that T-Cell have produced. Um, and they're certainly keeping pace in the technology department. They've got a new technology called Dolby Vision, which is their the upscaling, upscaling technology. Yeah. So um, I quite like that. 
But, uh, you know, they've, and all, as well, they've got 3D, smart TV. They've got it all there. Yeah. They've also got another uh, a TV coming later in the year that's going to be um, uh, Android-based. So they're mm. going to have an Android operating system. They've also got the 55-inch OLED, which is apparently the first OLED ever made in China. All OLEDs have either come out of Korea or Japan. So oh. any every any other OLED, um, this is the first one to come out of China by TCL, which, by the way, make top-to-tail the whole TV. They yeah. don't outsource any and, and single And just to describe component. that, I mean, and we see a lot of that here, the, the OEM world, the, the ODM world, the idea of people building components, and we'll talk about Kogan later, but that's yeah. what Kogan does. He goes and finds a factory that's making the, the screen, and he'll find someone else that builds a beautiful you know, frame for it, and, yeah. and he finds a company to put them together. And, and that's what happens. And even brands like, and, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'll use an example, Hire, okay? A, a good brand, but they're going to an LG or a Samsung or someone for and buying panels, yeah. panels. Even Apple does it. Apple buys Absolutely. displays from Sharp, LG for yeah. their iPads or whatever, whoever makes it. And as it. you say, TCL are doing it from scratch. It's top to toe, the, their, their own Did, their did own you have company. a play with the Z-Space, the whole I hologram. did. I actually played with the Z-Space at IFA when I was there in uh, September, and that's uh, a 3D. That can, it's got so many uses. I think how I uh, used it was using a medical application, so a doctor could actually rotate the organ and see all the what's inside mm. it and... And zoom in and out. It, was, it was sold in, in a PR sense as a hologram. It's nothing like a hologram, no, right? You've got to be three, wearing glasses. And, and it's not really jumping out of the screen. But it feels like it's jumping out of the screen because it it's does. 3D. And if anyone looking at you doing it, you look a bit of a goose doing it. Like, cause you, I didn't you're, see myself, you're putting sure a, oh, Someone took a photo of me and I'm pulling the pen back to your eye. And you, yeah, and people think, what is this bloke on? But you know what? It was really impressive to yeah, think about cool. how education and healthcare and stuff Absolutely. like that might show that application. And just goes to show the TCL are playing. They're, they're, they're in, in with other companies with their technology, sharing technology. And just from a retail perspective too, um, they've had a very good reception in Australia through good guys, Harvey Norman, yep. and you'll continue to see that in 2014. Uh, well, I'm hearing that the retailers were quite impressed by TCL. In fact, I was told today, TCL won stand of the show. Their really? stand won the best stand of CES. Probably. You know why? Because the that... blokes, two blokes did a cross in front exactly. of it. And the big cube, uh, I think. The big cube, the big I think, cube yeah, the colour thing. Cube, Plus yeah. they had that uh, Paris Tower, which was interactive, very interactive yes, display. Yes, it was. It was. A good-looking display. Um, good, a good brand, good uh, products coming out, and you'll be able to see and read more about those at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, my other uh, meeting today was with a company that's been doing really well, especially in the wireless, the home automation space, and that's Belkin. Yeah, and I went back to back. I was there straight after there you. There you go. So I sort of softened them up for you, Trev. That was you wore good. them out. That's it. But uh, what, what, what's impressed me is that Wemo is obviously gaining market share. We, we know it. It's a known quantity in Australia now. Wemo, light switches, your normal switches for your PowerPoint. But they're taking it a step further. It's going even further with... Light a light bulb that you mm. showed on Wake Up the other morning. That so the bulb just talks to a, a switch in the power in the in the PowerPoint can connect up to fifty light bulbs, light bulbs to one to, to one switch. Yeah. So that is rather than you having to get your whole house rewired for with your light switches, you just change the light bulb and mm. stick something in the PowerPoint. That is really impressive. But what really impressed me though was the fact that the Wemo technology is not going to always be necessarily under the Belkin name. Mm. And I think that's illustrated on the stand with the crock pot. Crock pot, the coffee machine, the Mr. Coffee. Yeah, the heater, the air purifier. So 
there's going to be products, including light bulbs, by the way, mm. that are going to be powered by Wemo. So you see the little Wemo icon on the mm. product to say that, right, you can then control this app, control this device oh, yeah. using the app. Mm. So um, I think that's... And they've even got they've even got a separate part, which I forget the name of, but it's a, it's a maker kit. So you can... I said to them, can I have one? I'm going to turn my garage door into a Wemo. So I know my garage door works. I know which two wires to connect to make yeah. it go up. All I've got to do is connect this little maker kit and I can add the garage door to my Wemo setup. So they're, well, they're doing it, yeah. really interesting stuff with the Wemo. Um, their their net, uh, HD net cam can act as a sensor. Um, you know, the, the, this technology is so simple, so easy to use, but still so advanced. The other one, the Insight Switch, yeah, which I was we just had, mention that. I had yeah. the other day, but I didn't get a chance to really play with. It's it's a replacement for the Switch that they've... Oh, it's not a replacement. It's, it's a lot in, smaller in addition. too, isn't it? it, like, and, it and in Australia, it's going to be even smaller. It's going to be quite narrow. You're really? going to be able to sit fit two side by side on that's, a double That's PowerPoint. what I said. I said that it's a bit of a, a bit of a PowerPoint hog, the original So the, the Insight. So imagine you've plugged this into your PowerPoint and you've plugged a small heater, small uh, radiant heater mm. uh, in the lounge room, and it's on. You can open the app and there's a little arrow and you can see how long it's been on for. You can see how much it's costing you because you yeah. can input up to three tariff zones uh, for power. Yeah. So you can actually, and then and then you can set triggers. So the great thing about Wemo is you can set rules. So you can say in a rule, I want if there's motion on this motion sensor, I want this thing to turn off, this one to turn on, and that one to mm. do this. I've got that in my office. When I walk in my office, my lights goes on. Exactly. Yeah. And and with the with the insight sensor, you can say I want this heater to turn off after we spend ten dollars. Yeah, that's so that you can limit. Yourself. So you can spend, you can set your budget by cost rather than by time. Yeah. So you can see how literally. You know what? If it'd be, it's like a taxi meter running in your house. If you see it, you happening. see the money. You think right? I'm going to put all the one of these in all my kids' rooms because hmm. when they leave the lights on they're going to see how much it's costing us exactly so innovative stuff uh from belkin i'm a massive fan of the wemo range and um, i'm very excited about that too and i think one thing that i was told too today is they're going to make what they call harness kits so because it it is you need a bit of technical know-how to do this so it's a real enthusiast kit yeah but companies recognize the fact that people just want to connect one wire to the other so these harness kits going to allow people who don't have all the the knowledge can just go boom boom and it's going to work and it's an upsell so a roller door manufacturer will make a little harness sell you the harness and the and the wemo maker kit for a couple of hundred bucks and they're making margin they're making money belgian's making money and the people are getting remote controlled you could you could set up your sprinkler system to come on mm-hmm. no reason why not so very Absolutely. cool stuff from belkin the belkin wemo <laughs> Now, uh, we are here each and every week, thanks to our good friends at Netgear, netgear.com.au. But instead of telling you about them myself today, we've both had a tour of what they've got to offer here at CS this year. Um, and it's always good because they do it. They do it quite well. They put it all in one room and you get to kind of walk around and look at everything. You know, there's routers, there's this. And I, let me talk to you about the Nighthawk router first. I think yeah. that's very cool because it's it's an extreme router, but it's at a good price point, about 320 bucks. Um, and it's it's extreme, big a big antennas on it, not for looks, really but for... Really aggressively styled, eh? Yeah, Very edgy. They've got great styling yes. happening up at, up at Netgear. Um, it'll give you great coverage. Wireless AC. It's also got some really, really cool technology built into it. Mm-hmm. Things like... I'll just give you one. And it's hard to explain, but let's try. If there's five people in the room, normally with Wi-Fi, each of you get a turn at getting data, a little packet of data. That's with, called airtime fairness, Trevor. Well... In in the in the old school, what you'd get is you'd get a packet of data. So each everyone would get a packet. And what Netgear have done is gone. You know what? These slow devices take too long to get that packet of data. 
Instead yeah. of giving you each a packet of data, I'm going to give you each a little period of time, a little millisecond of time. Yeah. And you can do what you like with the time. So if you've got a fast device on a fast network, you can make use of that time and you don't get dragged down. I wasn't aware that those slower devices on your network are dragging the chain for your your faster AC products even. So now uh, all you have to wait is a millisecond now to get your packet because you've got a faster device. Your packet's going to come a lot quicker. Very, very clever. What I like too is they've also got a a QoS quality of service. So Mm -hmm. now that you can – they've got implicit – an explicit beamforming. Mm. Uh, I was very interested in this because implicit means that, you know how now there's AC, AM1211 AC. If you don't have an AC device, you'd just be bumped down to the N and you'd just get it like your normal speed. Mm. What the implicit beamforming does is it'll still form the beam to your device, even if it is, doesn't support AC. So explicit uh, beamforming is between two AC devices. Yeah. So now... It's going to get quicker no matter whether it's air airtime fairness. Mm. Quality of service is going to improve now with this. But another product I liked too was um, the the range extenders, the new model yeah. of the range extenders, which ha- are now going to offer AC. They're now going to come. This is what I like too this because is the, best. the whole thing of placing your Netgear, your range extender is where the hell do I put it? Yeah. Now there are indicators with arrows, so you can just walk around your house and it's going to say you need to go left or you need to go right. And then when the both lights are illuminated, you know you're in the right spot. Yeah. So that, that's that's really clever. It is. And it's a simple thing because people are, are putting range extenders in and they don't think they work because you put them in the wrong spot. My favourite new feature of their, their routers, which is coming to some of the AC routers but also the Nighthawk, is Facebook Wi-Fi. That is So smart. you're a cafe smart. or a business owner. You buy a Nighthawk router from Netgear. It's a beautiful router, give you good good coverage for yourself and your devices and your shop. But your customers can log on and find, you know, Two Blokes Cafe. There's an idea. <laughs> uh, and when they connect, so you enable the guest network, they're allowed to get on the internet but not actually access all your devices and files. Just get internet access. But when they connect, like you're in a hotel, it pops up with a browser window and says, hey, check in to the Two Blokes Cafe in, yeah. on Facebook. And so the... Facebook is a part of this deal. They've done this deal with Netgear. Facebook's doing it with any provider, but Netgear is, I think, one of the first. And so the cafe is going to get a huge increase in check-ins, which helps them socially and social awareness of their cafe. The user gets free Wi-Fi. The cafe can add a skip button in so that you can Mm -hmm. skip the Facebook login. But if I'm a cafe, I'm saying, no, check in. You know, I'm giving Absolutely. you free Wi-Fi. Well, you're going to get free publicity, but also what impresses me too is the fact that you could even get the analytics too. So if a, a Facebook user, you can know how many people have come through, how old they are, where they're from. Well, this is the like thing, that. you know. This is businesses probably struggle to understand that having people check into your place is cool, but it's no good if you're only getting a small number of them. If you get, if a couple hundred people come through in a month. Great, but you, you get a demographic sample. But if they all connect to your Wi-Fi and they all check in, you get 500 or 5,000 check-ins, you've got a much better demographic sample of audience. And it's a good audience. deal if Facebook are on board too. That's a great deal. But yeah. one, uh, one last product I reckon we need to mention here, Trev, is the Netgear Trek. Yeah. Now, we're both here in Las Vegas staying in hotels, and hotels normally charge if you, you can't I'm have... I'm staying un- on the street. What are you talking about? Yeah, okay, of course you are. But you can't have unlimited devices on, no. if, especially if you're connected by Wi-Fi or you only get a cable, for example. Mine's only got a cable, so oh, my so hotel room's only got a cable. So the problem with that is it has, how are you going to get your smartphone onto that mm. if you don't have Wi-Fi? So the Netgear Trek is basically like an in-room personal router. 
So you bring in the connection and then you can then form a little network so you get your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, you can use it inside the room wherever you go. But what I also like to is it also doubles up as a charger. So it can charge your iPhone or your, your device uh, and you can even use it. Another protection is that it creates a firewall. Yeah, so, so you're, you're, a you're secure. Wi-Fi hotspot, you don't want to be everyone looking at all your stuff in that public hotspot you can create a wire a firewall so you know god forbid you're doing some banking and so no one else can see what you're doing so it offers that level of protection as well that's the n300 personal router coming in the next couple of months i understand all these products are going to roll out within the next two to three months yeah and that's an interesting strategy from netgear and also belkin you know we're not going to wait until the end of the year these things are coming and they're coming soon weeks not months exactly the tv companies yeah well i think it's going to be probably april is usually tv season for the new new uh, tvs to hit the market but um we'll talk about tvs in our next segment two blokes talking tech two blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with trevor long and stephen fennick now, uh, we, we normally meet up with Rosalind Kogan every year here at CES. He does throw probably the, the most popular party of, uh, among all the Australian tech journalists here uh, over at the Wynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before the party tonight, he actually crashed uh, this larger CES party. That was the intro in my tech guide story, by yeah. the way. So uh, what, what he's done, he's kind of thrown the cat among the pigeons here yet again and announced a 55-inch LED smart tv with ultra high definition for wait for it less than one thousand dollars what nine hundred and ninety nine dollars for yeah. a uhd tv which is not so america's had that there's there's a couple of american uh, tvs that are a thousand bucks but you know australia normally wouldn't get those deals because they're brands that don't come here very interesting strategy and a smart move because and, and the thing that says to me and i've been saying the last couple of days you know how important is 4k what is the size of the market Ruslan Kogan doesn't bring stuff out that doesn't have a market because he does Absolutely. really serious Google Insights trekking. Uh, so he must be confident he can sell a few because he, let's be clear, you can't go to China and make 100 TVs. You know? mm-hmm. He'd have to He'd make thousands, thousands. Absolutely possibly right. 10,000. So he's got a lot to move. So it's a big deal. $1,000 TV, ultra high definition, 55 inch. Now, I can't wait to see it. What I liked uh, in, his, in his press release was the fact that here at CES, we, we see all this great technology and it's all wonderful, and he goes, but why shouldn't everyone be able to afford it? Yeah. Because often time, you know, like a curved OLED TV is not going to be cheap, all this new technology. UHD is relatively new technology, mm. and he's really aggressively going after that again. And yep. look, we haven't seen it, full disclosure. We haven't seen the TV yet. I'm keen to get my eyes on it just to check it out. I'm a bit of a picture quality uh, aficionado. I, I like to think that I've got an idea what makes decent picture quality. But for the price, geez, like nine ninety nine. Even if it is bad, it'd still be a good second you know TV. As long as you can plug in a four K player of some sort and play four K content, yeah. it is going to look better. Absolutely. Than a high definition TV, yeah, totally it right. may not look as good as a Samsung or an LG or even yeah. a TCL, but it's going to look better. And for a thousand bucks, you got to remember the next price up is I think Hisense at two two and yeah. a half grand. So well, I was told something. Fair really, price. I was told something really interesting today. I won't tell you who told me, but um. The cost of manufacturing a full HD TV and the cost of manufacturing a ultra high definition yeah, TV prices, is like prices, 50 bucks. Yes. <laughs> it's not that much more. No. So, and that gap is narrowing even though yeah, it's, so it's less than that. Actually, I think it's 40 bucks, the, yeah. this person said. But I won't say who it is, but I, I found that rather interesting. You, that, yeah. Well, why continue to make full HD if you do that? Well, no. What it, what it says is, what shows you the margin that's happening on 4K. Yeah, well, absolutely. 
uh, two blokes talking tech here at CES on day, what is it, day three of CES, um, uh, the fourth day of the week, but day, day three of CES. The show does continue tomorrow, Friday. We'll be here again to have a quick look. Um, but we're going to run through a stack of products for you. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, I was once again in the South Hall. Yesterday, I spent all my time on the top floor of the South Hall. There's two levels. I was on the bottom floor today and came across a product, I think, that's got a future. It's called the Eye Tracker. Now, this is, uh, I think it's a Norwegian company that's developed this. And what it basically is, it's a, it's not actually a product that you can that you can buy and just plug into any device. It's a dev kit, so a development kit that people with a, who want to develop apps for it uh, can then take it and integrate it. The end game for this company is that a company like Samsung or Apple or whoever would incorporate their technology into the product. That's what the guy told me on the stand today. But just to give you an idea what its capabilities are, he gave me a really interesting demo, and I, and I, and I did this myself. He plugged in, uh, he, he, it was connected to a Surface Pro 2, and he had f- um, Fruit Ninja working on it. So I... I I calibrated it to my eyes, and I was able to play Fruit Ninja without touching the screen, just by looking, just moving my eyeballs to all the different fruit as they came up on the screen. What? I'm going to put a video up on Tech Guide. I videoed the guy doing it. So he's hands-free, just looking at the screen, slicing all the fruit. So that's a fun example, but imagine the use cases for this where he mentioned, imagine having this in your car, for example. You're not allowed to touch your phone, you're not allowed to touch anything. Mm. You can just simply look at the volume control and it'll turn the volume down or up. Or you look at another feature in your car, whatever it is, your music or your, you want to answer your phone, you just look at it. And all it, all he needs, he, he said, is a camera and a light source. <laughs> so it wouldn't be too hard to integrate. So no. he's looking at this hopefully being picked up it's available now for windows they've they've released a version for android which is coming soon they're also going to make a version for mac os so you can use your eyes to control your mac in the near future and we'll do it with our leap motion we'll have eyes and hands eyes and it'll hands. be all hands free it be completely hygienic two blokes talking tech two blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, I uh, likewise in the South Hall today, and I had a look at a thing called Boogie Board. Now, a Boogie Board is a I range... down in Beach, a Boogie Board. Yeah, that's a, this is the closest I've been to a Boogie Board in 30 years. <laughs> um, the, it's, it's basically a notepad, okay? So imagine on the fridge you, you have a piece of paper stuck up there and you write on it, you've got to rip it off, put another one on, rip it off every time it fills up. This is just an electronic notepad, um, single sheet though. So it's a piece of LCD and you use any... Hard, so you can use your fingertip, but any hard service they've got a little stylus and you can write notes on there and you know mum sees it she presses erase and it just erases the whole thing you leave your next note it's a simple thing it's like 40 50 bucks for it for the most basic of notepads one button press to delete it their their top end product is the boogie board sync 9.7 and what with this one does is actually has internal memory so you write your notes and you can press save and write another note and press save and those notes are then synchronized with your computer via bluetooth sketch is that how you describe it that's exactly what i said i said mate it's an etch-a-sketch sketch. he was a little offended i think <laughs> do you shake it to erase <laughs> it like oh mate that's i said you, why don't you put a motion <laughs> sensor in it and shake it again offended he didn't, he didn't bristle up did he mate not much no he was okay <laughs> 
um, but it also can via Bluetooth just have a, a live connection with your computer, so you could actually sketch or draw or write, and the, the see screen it can see. It. So that has applications in education and, and training as well. So awesome. pretty cool little thing called Boogie Board uh, and the Boogie Board Sync. And he told me it is available in Australia. Like everyone, it's not a priority for them. They don't remember the name of the retailer, distributor, or anyone. But uh, we'll check it out and find it. The Boogie Board Sync. Two blokes talking tech. <laughs> Now we all, we, we, I think we've spoken already about a product from Orbotics, which is the Sphero. Remember the, that ball, the robot ball? Yep. The Sphero 2 was released in Australia about, I think, four or five months ago. Well, they're here at the show again, and they're showcasing a new product that's called 2B. And I think that's to meant be to what? be... That's what I said, 2B or not 2B. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's original. Two blokes talking tickets. <laughs> hey, that could be it. But 2B is meant to be tube, tube It's a, It's in the oh, shape of a Lord. tube. Like, I know you're a fan of Fair these names. names. But basically, it's a tube with wheels on the on each end. Uh. And it goes way faster than the, than the, like, 14 times faster than the Sphero. It's a toy. It's a toy, yeah. So, mm. but, but they had ramps and... Uh, there's going to be um, they're, they're talking of, a, of maybe like, we're not going to see this till the end of the year this is a prototype they're talking of maybe even having sensors built in so that the infrared uh, sensors can you can play like a shooting game against other sparrows so there's all these applications but the sparrow itself mm. is not just a ball that rolls around you can use it as a controller you can use it in the classroom yep. I've written about this on Tech Guide there's heaps yep. of applications for it but the 2B which is meant to be tubey uh, is on its way later this year and I saw it zipping around on the stand they had this um, track with jumps and rails and everything, and it was uh, quite a little speed machine. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Tubey, and if you want to Google it, just Google the le- number two and the letter B, and you'll find yeah, pencils. pencils. <laughs> <laughs> and Shakespeare quotes. Ah, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, I, I don't know. This is this kind of got me... Uh, this. We're doing fine. We've got five minutes left, Stephen. I'm just checking, mate. Oh, just checking. Fine. Just we're relaxed. Yeah, Everyone at home is here. relaxed. Everyone's everyone's relaxed. Now, I, I um, what is I, this? I, you, you know, bought a newspaper. That's when you're in the when you're in the South Hall. It's it's a little bit dodgy sometimes. Yeah, and there's there's really expensive the stands, and then there's just these little all these little manufacturers yeah, and OEMs. You feel, feel sorry, sorry for them. Day, yeah. I do. Is but, that what you do? Is that why you got so <laughs> many leaflets? Yeah, exactly. You just feel sorry for them. But this one stood out because it was beautiful packaging, good presentation. Yeah. I, I stopped, and they've got um, they got they got headphones, they got iPhone cases, all these different things. But here's so that's, the that's deal. A change for CS headphones. Here's cases, the deal, it? right? It's called Share Brands. Okay. Now they have uh, headphones, iPhone cases, iPhone wallets. Dog collars, yoga mats, whatever it is. But here, obviously, they're talking about headphones and iPhone cases. The difference here is 25% of the retail price goes to a charity. And they they support, I think it's five different charities. Environment is green. Uh, Education is yellow. Uh, Women and children's health is pink. Poverty is red. And men's and children's health is blue. blue. So everything is available in these five colours. So if you want a new iPhone case and you like the look of the Share Brands one, it's, you buy the green one, you support the environment. Right. You buy the blue one, the blue iPhone case, you support men's so health. So the idea is for people seeing you with a green case, they think, oh, he's environmentally conscious. And the idea for the, for the consumer is um, this is not about profit. This yeah. is share of retail price. Right. So that's a big deal. This is them saying okay. we're donating the share of the retail price, not the profit margin. Uh, they're only selling online at the moment, but there'll be some distribution. They're only in America at the moment. So too, everyone gets American something. Things. The customer gets a product. The charity gets some money. Uh, you know, happy. think Paul Newman style with the yeah. Paul Newman uh, range of products. But again, that's a that's a profit based yeah. thing. 
young blokes. This is, yeah. it's, it's, I know I'm getting a bit emotional, but it's like, you know, a couple of young yeah. blokes had an oh, so, idea. Oh, so this is their idea, their guys. There's a couple of young it. blokes good with on. an idea to support charity, and I just good thought, bloody well, good on you. And I said to them, look, the, I know you're in America at the moment, they haven't been going for like a few months, yeah. but they can go global, so and what you, they can, can do you is. access it, online, though? But online? You can access it online. Okay. But when they go global, all they need to do is find five global charities, and bingo, cool. they're off and running. So good stuff. Uh, look it up. Share brands. <laughs> Activity trackers, wearable technology, we've spoken about that already. Very There's been a few of them, series. hasn't there? Yeah. The, uh, the section in the South Hall, actually, where there was the fitness, health, the, I think that has tripled in size since mm. last year. That that's, that's just goes to show There's the, at least 10 times industry. more models working on, um, yes, on yeah, exercise machines. Yeah, the girl, she... Uh, I didn't notice anything. Yeah, what no, are you talking no, about? Me neither. Yeah, no, yeah. I was just sort of just looking at the technology, but anyway... There was one though that caught my eye because uh, anyone who follows me on Instagram, one or piece Facebook, of technology. There's uh, yes, this called Petbit. Now, yes, as I said, anyone who's, who's seen me, who's my friend on Facebook and Instagram, most of the pictures I share are of my Dalmatian Ziggy. And I thought the of the Zigmeister. The Zigmeister. I thought of him when I saw this product. It's called Petbit. Now we've heard of Fitbit and all these other devices. This is a pe- an activity tracker for your pet. Can track them twenty four hours a day, and you get the stats of what they're doing, how how far they've walked, and all their details. Comes back to an app on your iPhone or Android device. So the dog's iPhone or yours? No, no, they'd be the owner's iPhone. I don't, my dog hasn't got an iPhone yet, but he may earn one. But uh, what happens is that you can get detailed um, facts and data because the, the movement movement of a pet can actually relate to their health. Mm. So if you know you see your dog is sort of a little bit lethargic one day, you'll think, oh, geez, the He's only taken you know, 20,000 steps less than he usually mm-hmm. does. That can indicate a possible health drama. He might be tired, you don't know, or she might be tired. But I think it's just another way because I've found this out myself having my own pet. They become a part of the family. Yep, and you you, you want to look after them, and the so and people aren't scared to spend a bit of money to look Bloody after oath. a pet. So I think they're, they're on a good thing here. The other from the same You're company, right, it's actually a smart move, isn't it? Because it's a similar concept. They might tweak it it's a little like, bit. Yeah, for. for it's, it's just like you, there, there is a similar product you're going to talk about in a minute for kids, but the other product from the same company is called Tractive. Now, what it does, it basically just gives – it's a GPS tracking device for your pet. So you'll know exactly where your pet is. God forbid they run away or the dog catcher gets them, you'll be able to see exactly where mm-hmm. they are uh, and keep track of them. So uh, exercise or activity trackers are not just for humans – Pets are getting in on the game as well. You'll be able to read about Tractive and Petbit at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, before we go, one, uh, this took my eye because there was this little stall where there was a lot of smartwatches and stuff. Um, And this is a very funny thing. I make an observation now about CES. We've both been here now walking the show for, for three days. Yep, we've both been to LG, Samsung, TCL. But we've both walked through the South Hall and barely have we come across the same products. Yeah, exactly. Have you noticed? No, we sit yeah. down. People, we haven't coordinated this. We no. just get together at the end of the day. There's not one thing we've we, covered up on. No. Yeah, and yeah. I find that staggering. Yeah. We'll just size of it. Remember yeah. you talked yesterday about the O-Mate watch? Yes. I didn't say it. I didn't go looking for it. Yeah, I told him not but to show I didn't, you that. I <laughs> But I didn't come across it. But when I was in this, there was about nine smartwatches in one, one yeah. area and I thought, oh, good on you. But this one took my eye. It's called Philip with an F. F-I-L-I-P, and it's a smart locator and phone for kids, uh-huh. aimed at kids aged 5 to 11. 
Here's how it works. It's a it's a rubberized band, so it kind of just clips on. It doesn't not like a watch. It doesn't have to be tied on. It yeah, just kind of clips on. on Very small little uh, little interface on the front. It only has two buttons. Mm-hmm. One button scrolls through. The other button activates. And it's got the time on it. But then as you scroll through, there are five phone numbers programmed into the watch. And it, you scroll, press the button once, it says call dad. Press the button twice, it says call mum. Yep. Press the button three times, call Steve. Yep. Press the button four times, call Grand. And yep. mum and dad program those numbers okay. into it. It's good. And they press the other button and it makes a phone call. There's a microphone and a speaker it's on the watch. And they sim- Dick Tracy style. Yep. There's an AT&T SIM card engineered Built into the into device, it. right? Yeah. It's a couple hundred bucks plus $10 a month. And then, so they can make a phone call to those five people. Yep. They, you can send text messages to them. They okay. can't respond. So your child can see the text? They, so you can send them a text saying, dinner's ready. Ah. Um, you can see where they are. You can open up your app, find out where they are. You can set a safe zone so you can say, yep, you can go to the well, park. I see this handy if you take your, how often do kids get lost at the Easter show or shopping centre? Right. Isn't this a good, good idea? Uh, as I said, it's only in America at the moment because they've done it with AT&T, but oh. there's no doubt in It'll my mind that here. they'll work here. This is Telstra, got Telstra written all over it, to be here, honest. you mean Australia. Yes. Not here um, in Las Vegas. And, you know, that's true. Uh, it's, I just think it's fantastic because I can see, like Jackson's seven, right? Yeah. No way he's getting a phone. Uh, but when he's eight or nine, I can see me putting one of these on him and saying, yeah, I don't mind you going for a walk to your mate's place two yeah. blocks away. Uh, as long as you keep this on, and as long as you don't go any further there, than that, right. and as long as you so keep your eye on your Is it a locator too? Yes. I can open up my app. I can open up my app and see him. I can GPS. put a geofence around him so that it alerts me if he goes further than I told cool. him to. Because these features are sort of normally only found on a smartphone, but they're, right. they're too young for a smartphone. Exactly. So good idea. Fantastic stuff. It's called Philip, uh, and I'll uh, I'll get something up on eftm.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right, that's another one in the can, number four. Uh, there is one more day of the show left. Uh, I guess there's a 50-50 chance we'll talk tomorrow we and could. do another show we because we, we've got leftover product here. We might find stuff tomorrow. There's also a 50-50 chance we'll be out far too late and yeah, just well. won't. Manage it. I just hope our wives aren't listening to this, Trevor, because well, uh, my I'm going to be in bed by 11. What are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? Uh, and uh, <laughs> what happens in Vegas, Stephen? Uh, and and then most certainly next week, next Wednesday, oh, we'll yeah. get together and uh, we will talk about our CES in review. Uh, mm-hmm. And hopefully you'll enjoy uh, what we've got to say. Hope, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Um, it's been great to have the podcast bump up to number one in iTunes Absolutely. again. Absolutely, yes. Thanks, Thanks to your all your downloads. Yeah, thank you for all listening. Uh, keep your eye on techguide.com.au for all of Stephen's stories and follow him on Twitter at Stephen Fennick with a PH. And uh, I'm gibbering along at eftm.com.au and Trevor Long on Twitter. Thanks for listening to Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to Netgear and thank you to Netgear for their hospitality yes. offering it's us this room lovely. to record in. <laughs>